What's up, you guys? I am Micah Folsom, and you're listening to the Do Your Crap Podcast. I was overwhelmed, uninspired, and unfulfilled, and I knew there had to be a different way to do life. Turns out, there totally is. And I found my calling in helping people learn and do the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. All right, Anthony, I am so pumped to dig into this topic with you before we do Let's let our listeners know who you are. How did you get started in this industry? Just who's Anthony? Let's hear it. Yeah, yeah, amazing question. So my name is Anthony Sabatino for everybody watching and listening right now. Uh, I'm the CEO and founder of a company called ASPF Solutions. So what we do is we run a consulting company for small to medium-sized businesses, mainly around leveraging brand through omnipresence and what that looks like. Um, We inject a ton of emotional intelligence um, into our consulting and what that looks like for um, different companies and, and even just personal brands that we work with. Um, But, you know, kind of how I got started into this is a little interesting. So I first started out with almost interestingly enough, I wanted to go through the law school route, realized I didn't want that um, once I kind of, you know, actually put my feet in it and didn't like it. Um, So then I started kind of, you know, exploring and tasting, you know, what I really like doing. Um, I started flipping products that I would get on like Walmart and flipping them on Facebook marketplace, you know, kind of getting the supply and demand down of what, you know. I guess just products were and how to sell them. Um, then what I ended up doing was I built out, which I still have, which is an Amazon FBA store, which we get wholesale deals with brands like BKNY and different clothing. And we sell them, still have that that grows nicely. And over some time, I started helping people for free um, in the branding side of things. And basically all those little constructs of business that always come into play realized it really caught some fire and some traction. And then we kind of built the business from there. So uh, it's been an interesting journey, but a lot of fun, helped a lot of people. I love it. So cool. And I love how you've literally just followed the path of like, what do people need? How can I serve them? And, and that's how you've ended up here. That's, I feel like that's the most authentic way to land in work that you love. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Just really, really, really being like, okay, well, what's next? What's next? How can I serve? How can I serve? So that's so cool that you're here and that you're so successful and doing work that you love. You mentioned emotional intelligence for those that are like, okay, what the heck is that? Let's, let's explain what that is first. I know it's weaved into a ton of your work. So I want them to have a solid foundation understanding what that is. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, emotional intelligence is a very macro term, right? It can be used in a lot of different facets of life. The way that I really when I use the term inject, right? Like we inject a lot into our consulting. Um, so much of business and building brands comes down to how self-aware you are as the creator, yeah. right? And so a lot of what we work with when we're doing some consulting on, you know, brand building and, and whatnot through companies is, you know, how well of the, whatever you're creating could be whatever, it could be any walk of industry, but all of which has to come down to, are you being authentic? is the genuity of it coming out to the consumer. And when it's not, we have to look inward as to why that's the case. And many times it goes deeper than just the social media tactic that you're using. And that's where I've really found a lot of success in helping some transformations in businesses as well as people is you kind of go past that initial layer of it's just the tactics. I got to change strategies. I got to do X, Y, Z that everybody tells you. But then you really understand the layers that are there and take the you know, correct approach, which is yeah. what am I doing to create it? And so emotional intelligence to me, especially in the business realm, is really just my understanding, my self-awareness and how that's affecting outward environments. I love that so much. And it's so true. Um, in branding, I feel like lots of people who are listening, this is something that is a huge struggle. Um, lots of listeners are parts of companies are part they're distributors for a company or whatever. And they're like, how do I set myself apart? How do I like, how do I connect with people in a different way? How, like, what would you say to someone who's feeling like they're in the sea and they don't know how to really get started with their authentic brand and what's going to set them apart and kind of set the stage for their business? It's a great question. And so to me, one of the best ways to do that is coming through authenticity and what that means to you. So a lot of people will try to force themselves and place themselves in positions because it's the right thing to do that they think yeah. and it just doesn't come off well. You think to yourself like, okay, this isn't fitting me and it's coming off fake, but I keep doing it. And so they double down on something that's not working, which is the, you know, the exact opposite of authenticity. It's not brand building. It's, it's fake. You're PRing yourself. Yeah. And a lot of times that, again, does the opposite effect and creates you know, the negative outcome that you don't want. So one of the best pieces of advice at macro for me is always making sure that we're omnipresent. What does that mean, right? So meaning, can we, can our brand be present basically everywhere that our consumers are going to be with, and taking ourselves out of the equation? We have a very interesting way of saying no for the other person before creation. And so when we do that, we really limit our upside on where people can see us as well as the credibility of the brand itself. And so when I say omnipresent, I'm trying to make sure that no matter where my consumer or potential consumer, or even better, the result of the butterfly effect of word of mouth, where are they going to be? I want to make sure I'm there to some credible extent to be able to provide my value and whatever that means. 
Okay. So that's like a lot to unpack. So, so for someone who's like, Oh freak, well right now I'm just on Instagram. Like, what does that even mean for me? How do I like, what's the next step? Where do I get where my people are going to be so I can serve them? What would you say to that? It's a fantastic question. And like you said, it's an extremely layered answer. So if you're, uh, you know, a creator right now who has a brand and they enjoy what they're doing and they're a lot of people find that home in Instagram. Mm -hmm. And so if you're, when you hear what I just said in terms of omnipresence, being on other platforms, but you're mainly on Instagram, what I would say is this, number one, you have to understand that you're never going to know where your next consumer is. So by nature of you convincing yourself that you do is simply a facade. So if we're saying, you know, oh, my audience is mainly on Instagram. Yes, maybe, but you're also completely unaware of where they can also be. And so we have to make sure to not lie to ourselves there. The other thing too, is understanding where attention is currently living. And so Instagram Mm -hmm. right now obviously is like the, you know, end all be all the galleries there. It's the most credible platform in terms of getting to, you know, you can search someone on Instagram and find out as much as we can off of that one person. However, there's other platforms that own a lot of attention at the marketplace right now. And so when we kind of limit our creation on those platforms, one of which could be TikTok, you know, YouTube, LinkedIn right now. So it's very different because people struggle with what they want their brand to be and who they want to appeal to. And then they convince themselves what those platforms are doing externally that might not appeal to their audience. Mm. Again, like I said, it's very difficult to buy into that because we'll never know the alternative. And so when I say create on other platforms, especially if you're just an Instagram person right now, remember that attention is just a supply and demand game. So right now, Instagram has been around for a while, you know, and the attention will always kind of be there as a credible platform, but there's going to be other emerging. And so TikTok and LinkedIn are one of the examples right now that you should be taking advantage of if you know how. I love it. I love it. I think it's, it's really taking ownership of your business and acting like an actual CEO and not just like, oh, well, this is fun. It's fun to play on Instagram. We'll, we'll throw some stuff out there and see if it starts to build a business or not. It's really getting in to the brains of your consumer. Where are they at? Where are they showing up? What are they looking for? How, how can you serve them? Mm-hmm. I think that's a shift that takes a while for a lot of people. So as far as like your brand and building that, how would you help someone who's like, I'm, I'm not connecting with the people that I want to serve right now. What is missing? Like, how mm-hmm. can they how can they get there where they're really like in the head of their consumer speaking to them and serving them in the way that they need to? Sure. So the first thing I would say is, are you, in, are you actually enjoying the process or are you just rationalizing it because you think it's the right thing to do? Yeah. Many people, what they'll do is they don't actually enjoy the creation. So they're forcing themselves. And again, it feels very manipulative and it just doesn't, it's not sustainable. And that's what the outcome mm-hmm. ends up being. So post for a couple months, you don't get the results and then you're done. You throw it off to the side. And what that does is it doesn't provide the patience that building a brand really is, right? Building a brand actually takes time, believe it or not, right? And so when we look at all these get rich quick, uh, quick things and things that are constantly answers, again, our attention spans are very, you know, low, small right now. So we almost expect something to happen fast, but it's not always the case, especially when you're trying to build something meaningful, yeah. right? And so like to your point, right, like you're not just playing around on Instagram having fun if you're trying to build an actual business here, a company and something that can sustain your income and your lifestyle. Um, we have to take a, you know, a slightly different approach. Um, so that would be my first thing. Are you actually enjoying it? Because if you're enjoying it, you'll be able to remain consistent with it, which will build over time. Love that. Biggest thing there. I love that. And it's so true. I've talked with lots of women who are trying to build and there's 
friction and there's resistance. And I'm like, I'm like, are you actually enjoying posting? Are you actually? And they're like, no, I hate it. I would rather not be on social media. And I'm like, oh boy. Like, and I, and I actually get that. I'm very introverted. And literally if I wasn't building a business, leveraging social media and the incredible tools that we have, I would be living in a little bubble and I would not talk to people and I would not share my life. And I would not, that's so out of my comfort zone, but my purpose and the big picture is so clear that I'm willing to learn and to grow and to figure all that out. So I feel like lots of times that's also missing is like, it's like really short-term focus and they don't understand the bigger meaning behind it, the bigger way that they can serve and really connecting themselves, connecting the actions with the ultimate service, the ultimate goal of impact of how you want to shift someone's life, how you want to help them transform, whatever that is in whatever industry. Um, I feel like that takes some time to create that. It does. And it's also important. I love to your point. I love the idea of reverse engineering and ambition. And when you don't have clarity around that ambition, that can make a lot of, you totally. know, and a lot of lapses and judgment along the journey, because you're not clear on what you're doing. And I love that you're there that you are clear, because it makes something that you don't love doing. Because, you know, coming from personality trait of not wanting to share your entire life, mm-hmm. but understanding that's a part of something bigger than yourself. So yeah. it makes the act of doing so a little bit easier. It totally does. And it took, and what, once I got to that place, it took all the pressure off. I feel like when I started in, um, in this space of coaching and mentoring and all of the things, it was very like, okay, I've got to be interesting. I've got to be entertaining. I've got to be someone that they want to show up and watch and da, da, da. And I was like, that isn't who I want to be. <laughs> like, that's not what I want this to be. And when I took that pressure off and made it be like, okay, how can I serve this woman who's struggling today? What is this person, my ideal client, my ideal coach, what are they needing to hear today? How can I uplift them today? That was so much easier because it was no longer the Micah show. And I had to do all the things and, and make it entertaining. It was like, okay, it took all of the pressure off me and put it on the purpose, put it on the bigger picture of how I could serve. And that made that was where the fulfillment came in and where the stress alleviated. And so if our listeners might be similar to to me and maybe be like, oh, social media stresses me out. This is hard. This is whatever. It might be that simple perspective or that, that, what is it? Perspective, whatever. I can't do words right now, you guys. Um, That simple shift that literally changes the entire feeling. And when you can change the feeling behind the action, the action becomes so much more enjoyable and we can't resist things. We'll, we'll stop doing the things if we resist them forever. So we've got to find ways to do the essential things in a way that feels aligned with us. And so that little shift was huge for me too. Yeah. And to your point, right. So one of the biggest things that I push, right. Is to some extent providing some creativity to what you're producing. And I love that you mentioned that because a lot of people fall into the trap of thinking, oh, now I have to be the most entertaining figure in the, on, the, on the earth, right? Yes. I have to be the face of everything. I'm like, no, 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 no. That doesn't equate to the absolute of being creative. You can be creative in what you are doing. And just by nature of you being fully you, that is extremely creative because nobody else is you. Exactly. And so just really stepping into your power there as a creator, it makes a big difference and fulfilling. Yeah, I love that. And, and I feel like that's so common when you feel like, well, 
this successful person in the industry does it this way. So now I have to do it that way. And I have to show up and look this way and I have to recreate this. And it's like, no, 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 no. As soon as you, what do you say? I'm glad that you, that makes it. So I have a very interesting thesis around this that I, I try to push as much as humanly possible. So I'm glad we, you know, segued into that. When you are in a field as a brand and you're looking at other brands that are seemingly doing better, right? In your, to your perception, what, what do you, what's your first thing? You're usually trying to find the common denominator of what all they're, what they're doing so that you can do something similar because that provides you the validation that you're doing the right thing. Yeah. Now, humongous hole in that theory, which is when you are validating your behavior based on an external environment, you are automatically vulnerable, but here's the bigger key. When you're using that validation, there's two things that are occurring. You're limiting your yourself in terms of you're putting yourself in a low risk mindset because here's how it works because you're looking at the you're now part of the norm so if it works then it didn't require a lot of risk for something to work because everybody else is doing it (laughs) and if it doesn't work then you don't have to blame yourself you can blame everybody else around you because it wasn't your idea you were just following what the norm of the industry was and so you really just find yourself in this lull period in the middle and i'm not sure if anybody here who's listening has realized but nobody in the middle ever really wins big, you know? And so you look at the biggest brands in the world, they're always doing something different. There's always something creative, always something unique, always something that is against the grain. And if you're falling into this validation of whatever your normal industry does, it should almost be an indicator to the opposite in certain ways. I love that. I love that. That's, I mean, the ultimate permission to stop doing anything that you're like, everyone's doing this. I don't like it. It's not working for me. Cool. Stop it right now. But then how, what, what would be your next step? Like, how do you really tap into the new, the people aren't doing it. I'm going to, I'm going to pick like set a new path. How does someone really allow themselves to get creative, to think different, to step into uncharted territory when maybe, maybe it's the confidence isn't there. The the clarity isn't there. What would you say to someone who's kind of feeling in that? Okay, well, that's great, but I don't know what else to do. So what now? Great question. So this comes a lot down to the emotional intelligence portion of things. Right. And so a lot of times what happens is the source of this is you don't feel worthy enough Mm. to make the noise that you need to make to build that brand and and do something that against the grain. It takes a lot. There's no way around that. Right. I'd love to be able to give your listeners, some absolute statement that just they could drink a potion in the morning. It would work. It just doesn't right. work. Like it takes a lot of strength. It takes a lot of, you know, umph to be able to get out there and do something like that. And you can equate it to almost every other area of your life where something that you didn't want to do ended up being the right thing to do. Like great example is, you know, public speaking, you know, that feeling you get after you give a great speech is amazing and you feel fulfilled and you're so happy you did it. But five minutes before the speech, you feel like you want to die. And totally. so that should be a really great indicator, right? Of like this, when you're in that state of thinking that this is so extra and I don't know if I can do this, that's your indicator to do it because you know what happens on the outcome. And so you have to assess your worthiness of self to think, are you worthy of building something this big? Also, do you want to build something this big? Because what I said before in terms of like the biggest brands in the world are always doing something a little bit different. It's a little bit more creative and against the grain. If you don't want that, then you don't necessarily have to do that. It's just, you have to be very aware of what you want because most people do want that. And when you ask them, you know, what their claims are, that's where they're going to lead to. So I'm a big fan of always auditing, you know, what you say versus what you do. And because many times it's aligned. So this is one of those areas in life where that is commonly unaligned. 
So to answer your question, so so is like just monitor your worthiness and ask yourself, do you want it? Because if you want it, then the then it comes down to a tactical decision making process. It's no longer an emotional just like, yeah, I'm gonna do it. If it's more that you just don't know what to do tactically, we can get into that conversation. But if it's more of a mindset thing of I don't understand how to do it and my body just my mind just won't align to let me do those things, then you have to really understand that you are worthy. Like you're building something and you're worth you're building something bigger than yourself, which is an amazing feat. And you should go all in on that if you really believe in it, which most people really do. Yeah. I love that so much. Um, what would you say to someone who really struggles with self-sabotage? Maybe like just, that's a reoccurring thing that they feel like they're falling into. Yeah. And so this is a pretty deep topic and it's a great one to really talk about because I have a very unique spin on this that I think a lot of people could get some value from. So what's the most common, you know, result that we have when we are noticing this pattern that keeps coming up, right? We usually demonize it in a way, right? We're usually saying, you know, I hate that this always happens. Like every time I post, like I don't get results and then I just stop posting. And that's just one example, but could be in other areas of life as well. Mm -hmm. Um, We usually don't like it, right? We usually don't give it the appreciation or praise that it probably deserves, but we usually, you know, fall into that demonization rate. And one of the things that I've really learned, and I look at it through this analogy that I think speaks volumes. And so self-sabotage, you can look at almost like setting that part of their life on fire, right? Just think of that analogy in your head. And so if you look, a great example is, you know, if I'm looking at somebody who I really care about and they're self-sabotaging an area that's so evident to me, but not evident to them, right? I view it as, oh my God, like, I wish they would just stop. Like, don't do that, you know? And so you can look at that as like, they're setting that part of their life on fire. So if you look at what fire is, it's a purifying element at its core. Look at cooking, you know, singeing wounds, like it purifies whatever it is that it touches. And so many times what happens is when we're going through self-sabotaging behavior, what we're trying to do in like an unconscious level is trying to purify the part of their lives that they're sabotaging. It's there. It's a cry for help. And so from someone who's doing it, especially for the person who's viewing it from the outside, one of the best things you can do is even though it's hard, if you understand this concept, it'll make it'll make it easier to do is you have to provide yourself a lot of self-compassion and empathy for yourself, because that will remove the constraints that this self-sabotage is putting over you, which is stopping you from receiving what you want to receive. And I know that was a little bit much. I'm sure we can dig into it where you want to go, but it to me, that's helped a lot. No, I love that. That, I mean, that's definitely, that's something that I've never heard. And it's, it's this, this shifting, how you see it, how you view it changes everything, what you do after it. Right. So I, I love that. I love that. It just allows us to really look at it from an outside perspective, even if it's happening with us and go, okay, what's going on? Like, where is this purification happening? Where can I move through this? How can I be stronger? from this experience. And I feel like that's almost with everything, everything is happening for us. So when we get out of that victim mentality of like, why is this happening to me again? Why am I doing this again? Woe is me, all of that stuff that it's so easy to slink into. And we say, okay, why is this happening? What, what is this in my life for again? Why is it resurfacing? Why is it here? How can it serve me? How can I grow through this? Just that alone, shifting that in any capacity will allow us to grow through it, to learn from it. And I feel like that's the evolution of life 
And entrepreneurship just like puts all of that stuff at the forefront, like smacks you in the face with all of the lessons real quick. So we've got to get good at embracing that, at embracing the hard and the, and the failures and the things that we, we quote unquote view as bad. Those are all happening for us. And they're all there so that we can learn and grow and flourish and become who we're meant to be and, and serve the world like we're supposed to. So I love that. Like that, that's just such a powerful perspective shift. Taking a quick time out to fill you in on my first free masterclass for entrepreneurs. What if you really believed that everything that you wanted to build with your business was possible for you? What if it could be easier? What if it could be more joyful? What if you actually enjoyed the process every single day as you showed up to do the work? Do you think you could be consistent? I think you could. So many entrepreneurs are relying on motivation. They're relying on getting through it. They're relying on the grind. They're relying on the hustle. And then they get burnt out. They get overwhelmed. They get stuck. They lose the joy. And they wonder why they can't keep showing up to build their dreams, to hit their goals. And as I look back over the years on how I've built my business and how we've reached over seven figures annually, there's some things that I've just done differently. And I want to teach you that. So in this masterclass, we're going to uncover some core beliefs that we can help you rewrite in order to move you through those things to a more empowered state. And I'm going to reveal to you my seven essentials that I believe every successful entrepreneur is building their business around in some capacity. So this is going to help you really, really, really identify any gaps that you have, learn how to course correct and help you move through this state of overwhelm, frustration, lack of movement, lack of joy, wherever you are, we're going to move through that and into alignment, into flow, into excitement, into fulfillment, into joy, because I can promise you that is easy to show up for. So get access here at micafolsomfit.com slash seven essentials, number seven essentials. And that'll take you to get registered for the masterclass. And I can't wait for you to dig into this. Okay. Back to the show. That's cool. And I I can take this pretty deep if if you want to go there. So let's go. Okay. So (laughs) if you look at, I don't know how familiar you are with, you know, the, the ego and what that looks like in an emotional high depth, you know, high definition state. And so what I mean by that, just for context for everybody, when we say the ego, it's, I kind of define it as the source of separation right? What are we separating from source or from who we think we are? Like when we're separating that, that's an egoic mindset, right? So from your point, right, where you say like, you know, entrepreneurship really exploits all of that. It really just times it by a hundred and it's staring you right in the face. You have to understand how to appreciate that as opposed to demonizing. However, I really feel that, and I'll get to the egoic thing in in a minute. The, I think many times, and this happens in a lot of different facets. I think we have to learn how to demonize something before we understand how to truly appreciate it. And I think where this comes into the ego, it's very commonly known or well-renowned that your, your ego is still a part of you, meaning so you're not supposed to demonize it as some ulterior villain. You're supposed to understand that it's a part of you. And 
to the real outcome, the real ambition is to be one with your ego as opposed to saying, I don't like this about me. And that takes a lot. And that's a big journey. And it goes through a lot of cycles. And I think what most people tend to do by nature of you demonizing your ego and the separation between, you know, what you want to happen, and what you don't want to happen, you learn how to not like it. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the exact, you know, goal is to understand that it is a part of you and it is to appreciate what those things are both good and bad and remove the separation. So in entrepreneurship, I feel like you go through all these opportunities where you're like, I hate that this isn't happening. I'm not making enough money. My brand's not growing. I can't hire anybody to help me. And everything's just, just keep shoveling, you know, towards my way that I can't handle. And it's almost teaching you how to demonize it and hate it to then learn how to appreciate it the appropriate way. That's powerful too. Taking a quick time out from the show to make sure that you know that right now I am filling my next month's spot in my virtual gym. This is my space where I get to coach my clients, where I get to help you get aligned with simple workouts and solutions to your fitness and your nutrition and your mindset and supplements and everything that I love and have used personally for the past eight and a half years and will literally use for the rest of my life because of how quick and efficient and simple they make healthy living. This is where I help you get aligned with these solutions. And then I support you and coach you and mentor you on your journey. So if you are ready to get on a direct path to reach all of your health goals while fully living your life, yes, you can still continue to have um, your favorite treats and your favorite things. And we'll teach you how to incorporate those. And it's not deprivation or anything like that. Like I want you to enjoy the process. So we'll make sure you figure out how to do that. If you're ready to take out the overwhelm and the complexity when it comes to creating healthy habits for your family, not just for you, but really involving your family as well. And if you want to align yourself with a community of incredible women to lock arms with and journey with alongside throughout every season of life, then the virtual gym is where you want to be. So Go to micafolsomfit.com slash get fit to learn all about it, fill out the goal form so that I can learn more about you and we can make sure that you get aligned with exactly the right game plan to get you started. I can't wait to chat. So how do you, I mean, how, like for someone who's like, oh, 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 wait, that's me. That's me right now. Nothing's growing. My income isn't growing. I'm doing all the things. I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. I'm starting to resent this opportunity that's supposed to be giving me this life and serving me. How can you get to a place where you appreciate these things enough to, you know, stay the, stay stay the path, continue to grow, continue to innovate, continue to be creative, continue to do all the things that it's going to take to get on the other side of that. Yeah. So I think it comes back to the classic question, right? Do you actually enjoy it? Because once you're in it, you're in it. And that will show you everything that you thought you thought before. And now everything's sitting right in front of you. It's all out on the table. So do you really like this, right? Are you really cut out for this? That's the first thing. Because many times we talk a big game. And then when we do it, we're not as powerful as we think. Or we don't have the skills that we once thought we had. And then we we it's difficult for us to adapt. And we end up struggling, right? That's common. It's a human thing. Um, and there's you have to be aware of that. Now, do you want to accept that failure? Obviously not. But if you're, you know, if you're a person who once they got to that point, they realize, oh no, this really isn't for me. And that's just your awareness. 
that's okay. Mm-hmm. But most people, that's not the case. Most people right. there just need to be, you know, confronted with this to understand they know they really want it. And now they're going to double down. And so if you're that person who really wants to double down and they're in this point where it's just like, hey, nothing's going that way, you know, and how to appreciate that, I would say this, why are you believing? And to your point, I think we need to change the questions, right? I think, so once you make that pers- your perspective shift, the answers change. I think once you change the questions you're asking yourself, the answers change. Mm -hmm. So instead of saying, you know, why is nothing working for me? I would ask myself, you know, what am I doing to get my own way? Or what, what am I doing to not provide value to myself, which then allows me to receive more? You know, I wouldn't be blaming myself is is my answer to your question, right? I would be eliminating self-judgment at its max and be improving my self-empathy and self-compassion to understand I'm doing something that 99% of the world's not doing. Mm -hmm. And it's hard and it takes some time and it's going to exploit all of those emotions. That's part of the game. And I use the game facetiously, you know, obviously like it's, it really is part of it. And if you understand that it's part of it, you can learn slowly over time, how to enjoy and appreciate that journey. Cause it's trying to teach you just like the example you gave prior, how to actually appreciate when it does come. It just takes time. Yeah. And I love it. Um, James Wedmore, I love everything he puts out there. Um, he always like over and over and over. And I'm in one of his programs and he talks about, if you want to grow your business, you got to grow yourself. Like if you want to grow your business, you got to grow yourself. And it, it 100% of the time comes back to that. So if you're ever feeling stuck in your business, always not in a, not in a judgment way, look at, look internally, but say, okay, I'm at this like roadblock. How can I grow? What am I supposed to learn? How can I continue to evolve? Cause that's always, always the answer. And lots of times it's mindset. Lots of times it's the thoughts where the thoughts we're having, our belief system, the, our self image, all of that stuff, you guys comes before the strategy comes before the tactics comes before the things that you're putting in play in your business. So if you aren't going there first, that would be, <laughs> that would be my reminder because anytime I felt like I've hit a block, it's always internal. It's not th- nothing that I'm actually doing. It's always internal. Yeah, I agree. 1 billion percent. And you'll <laughs> learn from, from people like you or I, or anybody else that you look up to in the space. And you'll say, what did they, what did they do? Right. You, you find the common denominator and mm-hmm it's almost always what you just said. So I appreciate it. And I totally agree. Yeah. I, and, and that's the most powerful part of, and why entrepreneurship is so admirable in my opinion is because if you see someone who's reached a level of success that you admire or whatever, they have had to grow so much as a human being. And I think that's so cool. So if you have something that you want in business and life, awesome but make sure it's tied with your own commitment to grow because all of that stuff is why becoming successful in your business is such a blessing in other areas of your life because it, it almost forces you to become just a better human being. And that's, and that's the beauty of it all. So it's just cool. It's just cool. (laughs) It's really cool. And to your point too, with like um, you grow as a human being, it also, not only as yourself, but it, it reflects outward. So if you notice when you're really starting to gain some traction, things start coming into your life that mm-hmm. are different as well. And that's by no nature of you controlling it. It's by nature of you leveling you up, which levels up your external world. 
And that is something extremely important, which is why you see a lot of the most influential personal development figures are normally entrepreneurs in some fashion. Yeah. So it's, you should you know take note of that because it, it matters. Totally. I love it. Um, can you explain really quick? Can you explain your theory behind your motto? Business is simple. People are complicated. I love it. Let's dig yeah. into that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, a lot of it has to do with what we talked about already, but I'll, I'll spell it out for you. So business is simple. People are complicated. Business is at its form, extremely simple. You're buying and selling for a profit, right? When we understand that to be true, it simplifies everything. Now, what, what makes it so hard, which is us. And so Mm -hmm. for a lot of the content that we've talked about already in this conversation, you can see just how complicated we really are. You know, we are self-sabotaging on a daily basis. We are extremely exploited by natures of our actions and running a business. Everything gets, you know, a hundred times and it's tough. And not only that, we also have other lives that we're trying to live with friends, families, partners, and, and children, and all these different things. It takes a toll. And so if you realize that every business you're looking at, the biggest businesses that you all revere, every brand that you know, are all ran by people. And those people have made different decisions to get them to where they are, which means that they were in some way, you know, in control of their own selves, which somehow affected their outside world and their business. And so if you understand that we are just complicated, like there's nothing wrong with that and you accept the beauty that it is, you can then take a different approach to it and start simplifying how you act to bring it back to some level of simplicity, which will affect the business's growth because it really is just simple. That's basically what it means. I love that so much. I'm all about simple. I'm all about simple. Let's take, let's make things as easy as possible. I'm super obsessed with habits and routines that are empowering and put you on a path to your goals. So I just love that. I'm like, yes, 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 yes. (laughs) Everything that you just said. Um, I love it. Let's talk. You talked about how we're, we're complex. We're doing a million different things. I think a lot of our listeners will resonate with that and being like, well, yeah, that's why I'm not successful yet because I'm momming all these kids and I'm working this job and I'm going to school and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. So they let, they've all already rationalized their lack of success because we're busy humans. We have so many things. Do you have any time management tips or anything that you would say to that busy person who's like, but I still want to grow this. I still want to be successful, but I I can't hang right now. How can I do it all? <laughs> sure. So I'll, I'll put this disclaimer out right now. I have zero experience being a mom. So I have no <laughs> way, shape or form going to speak to that. However, I can only imagine, you know, the schedule of a mom. So I, I genuinely can't give any advice to that, but uh, it's in terms of just general time management, right? I like to think that I have a pretty busy schedule, probably nothing compared, but the idea being that, you know, you give yourself a lot of, like, if you prioritized, obviously the kids come first, obviously, you know, your priorities come first and then what comes next. And if you kind of label it out like that on a list and you're, and you're saying, you know, if the business that I really genuinely want to grow, because I've recommitted a billion times mentally that I do want to grow this. If it's that important to me, then I should prioritize time towards it. And whatever you can fill in, one of the biggest things that I can say is use a calendar. A lot of people, what they do is they'll study, you know, what's booked or what you're doing that day. One of the best things that I've found is to study the gaps. Mm, So where your gaps are living and how can you, and when I say study, by the way, I mean, can I look at like, you know, that 
33 minutes that I have from 12 to 12:30 and say, you know, what can I do with this? Like, can I actually maximize this or is it used to recalibrate because I did something aggressive, you know, an hour before, like, and just monitoring that and then valuing, you know, is my recalibration more important than something that I could do for the business? And whatever you decide is as valid as it is, but you just have to constantly ask yourself that. And so, like I said, I hate to give advice on something like that, but I would really, really say that as long as you want it bad enough, you can find the time for most things. And if you don't, don't be afraid to delegate either. Don't be afraid to, you know, be self-aware enough that you genuinely, like there's literally only 24 hours in a day. Mm -hmm. If you simply do not have them, don't be afraid to accept, you know, a partner if it's what's going to make the business grow at a macro. I love that so much. I call them the power pockets. Literally, no matter how busy you are, you have some really solid pockets of time in your day that if it's important to you, just like you said, if it's important, you will make the time. You will find those 15 minutes here, 20 minutes here, 30 minutes there. That's how I grew my business when I was full-time wedding photographer, mom of two, husband in vet school. And all of a sudden I had this passion for, for wellness coaching. I'm like, all right, how do we fit it in? It was in the pockets. It was like, I got 10 minutes. Let's do something purposeful. Let's do something that's essential for my business. I love that reminder because I think all of us, it's so easy just to kind of get lax and to get comfy and to, and to get into those habits that aren't serving us. So really, really, really staying self-aware of what's most important to you. Where do you want to go? What are you creating? What life are you building? And are your choices on a daily basis moving you closer or further away? That's something that I ask myself every day. Is this moving me closer to my goals? or not. And that's a really easy yes or no. And then you can get good at making those choices that are, and that's how success becomes easy. And it's no longer like this internal battle every day. Do I feel like working this extra business today or do I not? You're most likely probably not going to feel like it, but if you can get really good at asking yourself, is this aligned with my goals? Is this aligned with my priorities? Yes or no. Then you can move forward and it gets easy. Success can be easy. It really can. It sure can. And it also leaves clues, which is a very common sentence and phrase that many entrepreneurs have heard. And I think understanding that to a, another layer can matter a lot, you know, like really auditing people that you admire and how they manage their time and what they do, because there's people out there, you know, who own 10, 12, 20 businesses, you know, and get it all done somehow. Yeah. A lot of it comes down to, you know, accepting help through the right ways. But, sure, you know, sure. if you can, if you can fit those in, I love your, what did you call it? The power? Power, power pockets. Power pockets. I power love pocket. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's, I mean, and it's effective. And now, like I, I did that for years until I was like, all right, I don't want to do that anymore. Now I block out time and I have like structured, strong business hours and boundaries so that I can fully CEO. And then I can fully mom. I've got five kids. So we do all the juggling around here, but it's so doable, but it it comes from that, that space of, I know what's important to me. I know what my priorities are. And if you're trying to build a business, I don't care who you are. It has got to be one of your top priorities, period, because life will always happen you'll always have appointments. Your kids will always have stuff. Your spouse will always need things. The house will always be calling you. Like there will always be things that will take up your time. If you do not prioritize your business and the essential activities, they won't get done period. So you've got to make sure that you're like, okay, is this one of the top things that I care about? And if it is, you'll make the time and you'll figure out how to fit it all in. And a cool way to look at that too, is life's unbiased. 
if you look at it like that, right? So you have all your ambitions, you have all your goals, your desires, but life, what it's going to throw you is completely unbiased. You know, you're going to get what you're going to get and you're going to have to react to it. And that's kind of the way I look at it, right? Like what you receive is unbiased. You, you put yourself in this position some way, shape or form, you know? And so that gives you a little bit more of a wherewithal of how you can then move going forward. If you understand that it's not happening against you, nobody's trying to take you down, you know, it's just unbiased, it's neutral. And you can then really step into yourself at that moment. I love that so much. Love it. Love it. Love it. Oh, okay. I could chat with you forever. Um, if people, if people want more Anthony, where can they find more of your stuff? Where, where can they connect with you on social and stuff like that? Yeah. So my handles everywhere are pretty much always Anthony Sabatino ASPF, all one word, no spaces, no nothing. Um, Instagram is probably the best social media place to follow me. Um, I pump out content like crazy on there. Um, I'm a big fan of contextual content. So all my content, you know, whether it be a picture or a video, it all means something. It's like a, everything is almost like an artwork, you know, like I really put a lot into making sure it really resonates with my audience. So I am very keen on that. So Instagram's a great place. YouTube is another fantastic place. I started a vlog. So there's six vlogs up there. Nice. All, I live in New York. So all around New York city, you know, running a business and documenting the journey and, and you can see it all. I, they're all, you know, specific titled and they, they, they really mean a lot. Um, there's even for people out here who are, you know, trying to make more content around branding, there's, the last vlog that's on YouTube right now is literally titled the reality behind a content creation day. So you nice. see me like changing clothes in the office and like, well, it's a whole day. It's great. Uh, but yeah, YouTube's another great place. It's just my name, Anthony Sabatino. Other than that, um, I have a podcast as well called the Anthony Sabatino show. You can see it on YouTube or on Spotify and Apple podcasts, but that's probably the best ways to follow me. Awesome. I'm, I'm excited to go check out that content creation blog. I love the behind the scenes stuff is so intriguing. I think that's what, I mean, that's what Instagram stories took off like crazy. People want raw. They want real. They want to see what actually happens. So I love that. You're like, okay, let me give people what they want to see. That's so cool. I love it. All right, you guys, we're going to wrap it up, but if you found value in this, make sure you share it on social. That's the best way to get the word out. Screen share your favorite 15 second nugget, tag Anthony, tag me at Micah Folsom Fit. And hopefully you guys got some value out of this. More than anything, don't play small. Step into who you are. Those tugs on your heart, those are leading the way. Those are helping you know, this doesn't feel right. Okay, don't do it then. Step into your full power of who you are meant to be. The world needs you. They don't need an imitation of you. They don't need a, a smaller version of you. They just need who you are, what you're passionate about, what you care about, how you want to serve, and just go out there and show up in your true, authentic self. Easier said than done, right? But I promise you it gets easier as you practice and shed the pressure of trying to be someone else. So I loved that you brought that up and that you really hit it home. Anthony, thank you so much for being on the show today. And hopefully we can have you back. I would love that. I genuinely appreciate it. All right, you bet. All right, you guys, we'll see you back next week. See ya. Wrapping up another episode. And I just want to thank you for sticking around. Before you head out, I would love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me if you left this podcast a quick review wherever you're listening from. And if you got some nuggets from the message today, don't forget to share it with your friends, your team, and your Instagram story so that anyone else who needs it can find it too. And be sure to tag me at Micah Folsom Fit so that I can shout you out and share your page with my friends. 
Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams because if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. So until next time, go do your craft. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.